This is Words That Move Me, the podcast where movers and shakers like you get the information and inspiration you need to navigate your creative career with clarity and confidence. I am your host, Master Mover, Dana Wilson. And if you're someone that loves to learn, laugh, and is looking to rewrite the starving artist story, then sit tight, but don't stop moving, because you're in the right place. Hello, hello, my friend. How are you doing today? Little disclosure, I am recording this episode before Election Day. I voted, I voted by mail, and I voted early, and I do not know what the results of our presidential election will be. It is possible that even if you're listening to this on the day of its release, which is actually the day after the election, it's possible that you still are uncertain of the results. I'm sure there are a lot of factors at play here. Actually, I'm not sure, but I can only imagine. Now, whoever is announced to be the president of the United States for the next four years, there is sure to be a lot of disappointed people out there, a lot of upset people. And here is what I have decided I will tell you about that. (laughs) This is what I will tell all of the upset people, all of the victorious people, and um, my future self that will be listening to this episode as well. I will say that there is much work to be done, period. And you can do work. You actually love doing work. Yes, quitting feels really good in the moment. And blaming other people, that also feels really good in the moment. But doing the work and owning your good work feels so much better. It feels incredible. Now, it may look hateful and unsafe out there, but you've got this. It may have even gone your way, and you've still got this. You've got work to do. And this episode is about one of the many ways that I work on myself. And I think that starting with the self is a really great way to get big, big work done, like global type of work. All right, I'm excited to get into it. But first, let's do wins, shall we? Depending on the results of this election, and depending on what side of the aisle you sit, and depending on when you listen to this episode, it may or may not be really hard to name a win today. So let this be an opportunity to practice not hanging your emotions on the circumstances of the world, but rather on your own decisions and your own creations. Today, my win is that I have made a place for people like you. Yes, you, exactly you. You smart and funny and emotionally intelligent and imaginative and resourceful listener, you. (laughs) I am celebrating that I have made a place for you to come and listen and a place for you to come and be heard and a place for you to meet other people like you. Other smart, funny, emotionally intelligent 
imaginative. What else are you? Oh, resourceful people. Now, last week, I got a gift from a few of you. A few of my listeners who have taken on the Doing Daily creative challenge and also took it upon themselves to actually meet and actually make something really, really special together. A Broadway-worthy piece to my damn fantastic, if I do say so myself, opening jingle. Shout out to Max Winnie, aka The Make It on Instagram, my composer and longtime friend. Um, Such a good job with that jingle. I mean, I do still listen to it often and it makes me smile. Okay, anyways, four of my daily doers put together this piece and I'm linking to it in the show notes of this episode because it is simply too good to miss. So thank you, Dinka Doing Daily, WTMM. Thank you, Courtney Darlington, that's with a zero instead of an, instead of, that's with a zero instead of an O in Darlington. Thank you, Sarah Doing Daily. Thank you, Kristen Does Daily. And thank you, Francis Brooks. Now fondly deemed the New York City branch. I see you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Now it is your turn. What do you decide to celebrate today? Something that's yours, something that you made, something that you decide is worth celebrating. Awesome. Congratulations and thank you. You are crushing it. Okay, many of you know that I am a backpack enthusiast. I have spent countless hours in my IG stories reviewing different backpacks, even hours in my personal life criticizing your backpack or praising my backpack. If you know me, then you already know. My backpack, by the way, is the Lululemon Cruiser from 2014. I should tell you, and I haven't been paid to tell you this, I should tell you that there are two varieties of this bag. One of them has a hard shell outer zipper compartment for glasses, I'm assuming. My bag is not that bag. The bag that you want is the other cruiser. It has all soft compartments, and it is better. I should also tell you that this bag is no longer in production. I am sourcing them from eBay, and I am on my fourth Lululemon cruiser. Yes, I have decided to share this information with you today on the podcast, even though it could potentially mean that I am less likely to find these bags for myself. That, my friends, is selfless. My backpack has everything. It has everything it needs and nothing that it doesn't need, like a super sleek black interior that makes it impossible to find my phone, my cables, my pens, my mascara, my bobby pins, or anything that is black. I mean, like, impossible. Good luck. The black interior is a fatal flaw. I will not purchase your backpack if it has a dark interior lining. The dark interior lining of the bag 
matches the dark interior lining of your heart and your sick sense of humor and your design errors. No thank you to bags with dark colored interior linings. Bright interior linings are for bright people such as myself and such as you. You deserve a bag with a bright interior lining. Trust me. Trust me now. Thank me later. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, this episode is really not about actual backpacks. Dana, please resist the urge to make this episode about actual backpacks. It's been like 15 minutes of me talking about backpacks. I'm moving on. This episode is about emotional backpacks, as in the backpack that you will put your feelings. Nope, nope, no. Please don't hit stop. Your feelings are important, they are worthy of your attention, and they are worthy of a backpack all to themselves. Let me explain. In episode 17, I talked you through my process of processing negative emotions. In that particular episode, I walked you through how a coach helped me through feeling stuck. I discussed and described every single detail, every single inch of that feeling. I discussed how it felt in my body, how it looked in my body, you know, what color it was, how much it weighed, if it had any motion to it. And if that podcast were a video episode, you would be able to see how it felt in my body, a, a visible physical tension that turned into hot tears and eventually flowed from my face. And it took about 25 minutes to do this, by the way, this, this whole processing of the emotion thing. Now, when I don't have 25 minutes to process my feelings, I like to employ this concept of an emotional backpack. My emotional backpack is the place that I put the most important feelings instead of keeping them in my body, where they might not be very useful in the moment. Let's take a look, for example, at self-doubt. When I feel self-doubt, I feel it like in my sternum area. It feels like a black hole looks. Dark, icy cold, vast, and sucky. I can't think of another word. Like, literally, it sucks. Like, it's sucking everything around it into it. My collarbones collapse towards my diaphragm. My shoulder blades round forward. My face and eyes drop to the floor. Everything gets sucked into that sternum suck and I shrink. That's what happens to my body physically when I carry self-doubt. And as a result, in that shrunken state, with my eyes low and my mind collapsed on itself, I don't see the world. I don't see opportunities around me. I don't see teachers. I don't see solutions. My doubt and that darkness, that void, are perpetuated and it keeps sucking. Everything keeps sucking as a result. So here it is. Here's the big secret. Instead of carrying my self-doubt and other unwanted emotions like overwhelm or worry or rage or shame, instead of carrying them in my body... I carry them in my emotional backpack on my back. And my emotional backpack is not my Lululemon cruiser. It is an invisible metaphorical tool that I use that I happen to carry on my back. But yours doesn't have to be a backpack. Yours could be a satchel or a fierce clutch or a lunchbox. I mean, you name the container of your choice. The point is that you honor and recognize these emotions all of these emotions as a part of the human experience 
and as such, they are valuable. So keep them with you. Keep them in the place that you keep your valuable things, like your wallet, your keys, your tools, your cameras, your chargers, all of the things that are important to you. Count your feelings on that list of important things that you carry with you always, but you don't need to carry inside of you. You own these things and you put them where you put your other belongings, in your backpack. Now, think of a negative emotion that you have experienced recently. Give it a name, guilt, embarrassment, imposter syndrome, overwhelm, devastation, disappointment, you name it. Now, where do you feel that feeling in your body? When you're experiencing it, where do you feel it most in your body? How much of your body does it take up? Close your eyes if you're not driving right now and imagine it. Really feel that feeling. What color is it? Does it move? Does it move fast or slow? If you were to touch it, would it feel warm, hot, or cool? Would it feel wet or dry, rough or smooth? What does it do to the shape of your body when you feel that feeling? Now, with a deep breath, take that feeling into your hands and move it into your imaginary backpack, purse, satchel, shoulder bag, fanny pack, what have you. Now zip it up, feel the weight of the zipper, and now feel the weight of the bag. Take another deep breath. Do you feel like you've made space in your body for something else? Do you feel lighter? Now pick up your emotional backpack and put it on. It may be heavy, but heavy like a jetpack. Heavy like a jetpack that might actually boost you forward instead of hold you back. Pretty valuable, huh? Now, this new emotional jetpack, this is the thing. This, this is the real thing about the emotional backpack. It's not just for negative emotions, like the ones I mentioned before, or like confusion or embarrassment or anything like that. It can also be used to contain your positive emotions, like exhilaration, pride, accomplishment, confidence. I keep all of those in my emotional backpack as well. Those are the feelings that fuel my life. Now, here is the best, best thing about the emotional backpack. Possibly the most important thing about it. When you finally make your way home or to a place where you take off your actual, real backpack, that is your cue to take off your emotional backpack and unpack it as well. Unpack all of the feelings that you've kept in there throughout the day and process them. Look at them. Touch them. Feel them. Give them a color. Honor them. Turn them into art, should you choose. Now, I know that this concept is a little bit abstract, but if it speaks to you, please do revisit episode 17, where I talk more about the process of processing. And please do enjoy, or don't enjoy, what it feels like to feel all the feels. If you have any questions about this concept or actually anything at all, 
please feel free to write me at words that move me podcast on Instagram. Yes, I, I suppose this is the beginning of an ask me anything call for questions at all times at any time on any subject. Please reach out with questions. Um, full disclosure, this was not my idea, but that of my dear friend and brilliant human, Emma Portner. Thank you for asking the good questions, Emma. Bring them on, everybody, and bring on the funk. <laughs> That's somehow not as good a closer as keep it funky. I don't know. You guys, I tried. I tried. Keep it funky, everybody. I will talk to you soon. Have a great day or night or you know what? All of it. Have have at it. Have at it, everybody. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Thought you were done? No. Now I'm here to remind you that all of the important people, places, and things mentioned in this episode can be found on my website, thedanawilson.com slash podcast. Finally, and most importantly, now you have a way to become a Words That Move Me member. So kickball changeover to patreon.com slash WTMM podcast to learn more and join. All right, everybody. Now I'm really done. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon.